0: Hello and welcome to the One Drink with John podcast. Today is episode three, and this is also part three of my California series. Today we'll be talking about author Jack London, and I'll be drinking a vodka martini. Let's get started. So the reason I chose a vodka martini, um, this was to uh, to honor, actually, uh, Jack London. I checked, uh, did some Googling on the internet, and uh, found out that he was a big fan of of vodka martinis and in fact uh, they have a special Jack London version of a vodka martini which apparently is what he used to drink all the time. Um, in this particular vodka martini uh, he would get he would use um, vodka with currants in it um, a currant flavored vodka. Um, I couldn't track one of those down today uh, but what I did use was just regular vodka and then I used a little bit of uh jam that I had that was current jam black black currant jam um he also liked grenadine in his vodka martini so it has a little bit of grenadine in there as well so but it turned out to be a nice pink color and uh let's see how it tastes. Hmm oh it's actually really nice. It's not too sweet. Uh I'm not the hugest the hugest that's a great word. I'm not the largest fan or the biggest fan or the hugest of vodka martinis, Um, but this one's kind of sweet. It kind of uh, works out pretty nicely. The the current jam and the grenadine kind of cover up the uh, wonderful taste of this super not expensive vodka. So on to the podcast. When we were, my wife and I took our trip to California a few weeks ago. Uh, One of the things I did, I really like to get outside. I'm a Kind of a nature lover at heart, and so I had done some uh some research and checked out a few maps, and I'd seen a couple signs actually driving in that there was jack London uh National park, and I thought, oh, that seems like a cool place to hike and so one of the days uh, I believe it was Friday towards the end of our trip, I thought, hey, let's go check this place out and actually had been recommended by jess's aunt Beth, she said that her husband Pete and uh, Beth had uh hiked there and they really liked it so I thought hey why not so I checked it out Um, I went just drove down the street it was um, just maybe like five or not even ten minutes from the place we were staying um, just outside of Glen Ellen, California in the uh, Sonoma Valley and uh, I went and paid a few bucks to get in the park it was actually ten dollars totally worth it and um, just kind of enjoyed the park I Got a map when I came in, and I thought, hey, let me just take a little bit of a hike. I wanted to hike for probably an hour, maybe two at the most, and the place was just absolutely beautiful. Uh, Just a totally gorgeous park. Um, It's over 1,400 acres. Uh, This is actually what Jack London had bought, um, and he called it his beauty ranch. So this is actually land that he had owned and turned into uh, a farm and a ranch, and then it 's uh now a, a national park so but it was really cool though it was absolutely absolutely beautiful uh, there was huge redwood trees there 's a vineyard uh, i believe there's an orchard i didn 't get to see that, but i've been told that um, and there's also the remains of multiple buildings that Jack London had built, and he you know part of it, one of them was i believe his house i had some other farming things and this is a really fun you know the the weather was beautiful got up in the 70s and close to 80 just a gorgeous day in the Sonoma Valley and one of the things that I found was really interesting they had a couple plaques um a, along the trail to describe and talk a little bit about Jack London and honestly I am I Jack London I you know I knew that he's an author uh, I believe he wrote White Fang and a few other things but I really didn't know a whole lot about him um I just knew that he was an author that uh, lived <laughs> lived a while back, um, and actually he lived around the turn of the century. And from doing a little more research, he was actually one of the highest paid authors of, of the time, and he did really, really well. But what was really neat is to read some of these plaques um, which talked about um, Jack London, and actually what, what was more important to him was farming. Um, in fact, one of the... Th- things that I learned is that he actually wanted to leave a legacy of better farming practices rather than masterpieces of literature. And I just thought that was really interesting because what he's known for um, outside of this park really would be, um, you know, his best-selling books and, uh, and things along those lines. But what he really wanted to do was to farm. And I thought this was a really cool quote um, that I found... Um, of his, it says, quote, I have no countryside home. I am a farmer. It is because I am a farmer that I live in the country. I am that sort of farmer who, after delving in all the books to satisfy his quest for economic wisdom, returns to the soil as a source and foundation of all economics. I just thought that was such an interesting quote about the soil. And um, one of the things that's drawn me to. Uh, farming and urban farming, and i 'm um, actually in the process of setting up a farmer 's market in the local lake town that I live um, is the soil I just think it 's so neat. Um, I grew up on a farm that was sixty acres um, our my family didn 't farm it, um, but they had rented it out to local farmers and then we always had cows and there was a creek and you know they had some corn fields and bean fields, and it just was really interesting. And then when I was 13, my first job as a kid was picking beans at a local farmer's market at Kirkham's Farm Market. And I got uh, 10 cents a pound for picking green beans. So that was super fun. A lot of hard work, but really good money if you could get it. Uh, back then when you were 13, you could buy all kinds of candy with that. So, But I've always loved that. Um, I worked at that farmer's market in the summer for three years um, until I was 16, and then I Moved on to working at Bob Evans, but it was just really interesting how um, lately I've really gone back to growing a bunch of vegetables and fruit and things at my own house, and helping um, my mother and other people as well. And I've just the more I've studied it, the more I really realize that that is something that's just in, in my DNA, and I just really, really, really enjoy it. And it was just kind of fun to take this. You know, I just went out there to just take a hike. Um, i didn't even think I was going to learn anything about Jack London, and here I you know just happened to read one of the plaques on the trail and find out that he was a kindred spirit like me, like he liked farming as well, and I just thought that was really neat. But what he did was he studied the farming practices of the past and cultivated a passionate interest in creating an agricultural masterpiece so basically he Jack London designed and built uh this huge farm and he wanted it to be self sustaining and he wanted to use um what we would kind of call organic um practices today uh and at the time it was you know kind of unheard of and I, I apparently this farms that he had bought um had just been not very well taken care of uh the soil was was not very well but he thought his his goal was to rebuild the soil and if he could rebuild the soil with organic type practices uh using uh, nitrogen fixing crops and, and organic fertilizers and things like that, things along those lines like crop rotation, um, that he would be able to restore the soil. And he thought that would be the biggest asset of this farm is to have very good, rich organic soil. Um, and his farm was was really large. Like I said, it was 1,400 acres by the time he was finished buying around, and he had uh, multiple buildings. He had uh, cows, I believe chickens. I know there's pigs. There's actually a what they call a pig palace that he had built, this really interesting structure. And he had it built in such a way that it was really, really easy for just one person to take care of uh, the multiple pigs, which I think there were 17 pigs could be housed there. And it was just really neat how he had studied a lot of, um, I believe, Japanese or Chinese farming practices and kind of went back to the past to bring in these good practices and use them at his farm so but uh yeah that was just an absolute wonderful day um i just had had a great time um i actually you know again like i said i was just taking a nice little walk in the woods and i didn't realize i would learn so much about uh about jack london so well that is All for today, thanks for coming along for the ride. Um, I've got about half of this vodka martini, current vodka martini with grenadine, left, and I'd like to finish that. So thanks for listening, everybody. Cheers, and have a wonderful day.